0: dude I literally didn't change shit when we went off now it works. well I'm, I don't have anything plugged in I turned off my bluetooth um. god damn what the fuck
1: can hear me at all no one no one can hear me Oh my god. Come on. Come on. Here come. now i'm coming through botter's headphones finally. now i'm hearing an echo still no now i'm now i'm hearing an echo through mine okay because you're finally coming in but i'm hearing myself damn that's weird am i no 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 maybe we're good now oh, i think we're good finally jeez louise boy god damn eh? <laughs> hey look and
0: here's the thing i had i had the recorder going the whole time so it's five minutes of me cursing and frustration
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh same thing, on my, end. Oh same my thing God. on my end dude what a finicky so that is that AirPods. is super bizarre i will say for some reason i'm not i'm only hearing you in one airpod but you know what we're gonna just gonna take we're gonna take it we're good as long as everyone can hear me we are fine i wonder if beautiful. you beautiful i wonder if you've got another app
0: open that um that is, I don't know, maybe uh, the connection's
1: going there. I don't know. Because it says that my headphones are both 87%, so I don't know what that's all about. But it's fine. Yes. We're all good. We'll make it work, baby. We'll make so ha- so how is everybody doing? Sorry for the technical issues. Uh, there was a lot of you in the first video that were probably like, wow, this is amateur hour. <laughs> and I hope you guys come back. So please come back to the chat. Um, uh, Adam, in the, in, Adam in the chat, Sid in the chat. Um, how is everybody doing? this evening butter how are you doing now that we got this problem resolved yeah i am
0: so much better um i will go ahead and give you credit once again man i'm glad that you convinced me to do these on friday because it's, it's just a good <laughs> it's a good uh, uh, um step into the weekend you know right so
1: oh it's the way to do it it's the way to do it so uh as with the first episode i'm going to pop open a dr pepper this Ooh, one is a uh zero sugar a uh yeah, a uh, cream soda. Dr. Pepper and cream soda, zero sugar. You got to watch my sugar, guys. Come on. Can't be having all those extra calories.
0: <laughs> Yo, Lars, go ahead and go ahead and pop yourself a bottle of uh, Pepto-Bismol, Lars.
1: Yeah, Lars, you might want to work on that. That is something that I do not want to know. <laughs> but uh, for those of yeah, us, for funny. those of you rather, not us, those of you that are joining us for the first time, this is a thing that Botter and I started doing recently. This is episode two. Uh, called Pod Boys, and we're just going to talk about our podcasts, our lives, uh, all the cool shit that we do, in our daily lives, if that's true, and just anything else that you can think of. So, if you guys want to hang out with us in the chat, if you want to bring up a topic, this is what Pod Boys is. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, Botter, what you know? What's going on with Shortbox this week, man? Tell me about you know Come this on, most recent baby. week and uh, what you did. Tell me that.
0: So I'm gonna keep it uh, a a buck with you. We took this week off. (laughs) We took this week off, but the last episode we put out was last week, and it was covering episodes one through three of the new Invincible series. I think I was talking a little bit about it um, on our last Pod Boys episode. But it's a new animated series on Amazon Prime based off the comic book written by Robert Kirkman. Um, First three episodes dropped on Amazon. Fantastic opening. Very good. Uh, I think episode yeah yo oh you got to watch it. I did nice and then you haven't i mean I'm, I'm sure you haven't read the comic you went in kind of like fuck it i'll give it a watch
1: yeah but it's really Ooh, good good stuff really really like yeah. it
0: yeah it, it's a it's a very um you, you know i think people look at it and they're like i think it's one of them shows where even if you don't care about comics or you don't care about the source material you'll just be able to watch it and enjoy it but right you know as a comic book head i would hope that this show inspires you to check out the source material because the comic is just another level of good Um, so we, we did a recap of the first three episodes. Uh, we took this week off, off the main feed, but we were, we have been putting out some bonus episodes on Patreon because everyone's been asking us like, yo, where's your Falcon and Winter Soldier content? So we've been putting that out on Patreon. Me and uh, Drew have been doing rewatches of all the episodes. So it's been a lot of fun like watching them, you know, 2 3 times and catching small stuff and trying like a different format. It's like a commentary format. What about you? What's new with uh uh what's new with Simpson's the greater than?
1: Man, so honestly not a lot. And uh just to let everyone know, uh well, you all know that I didn't release an episode this week and this is something that we're going to talk about today, but uh sometimes it gets a little hard to uh schedule an episode. Uh, sometimes like a a recording falls through, someone tries to reschedule, you don't have an episode ready. And, uh, so yeah, this week I did absolutely nothing. So if I look extra rested, um, that is why I watched a lot of, I watched, I watched a lot of basketball, um, and really took it easy. So, uh, got a bit of a recharge this week, uh, which, you know, it's not a total loss for you guys because you got pod boys right here. So you got, you got an episode coming through at the end of the week. That you can watch live. You can look at Botter and I. You can look at Botter's beautiful face. And, uh, and if you're listening to this on the, on the Simpsons is greater than feed two weeks from when this was made, you know, you can hear our, you can imagine what our faces look like if you haven't seen it. So
0: there you go. And even better quality. And even (laughs) better audio quality. And even better quality.
1: Yeah. So that's something I do want to let you all know that if you're watching this and you watch the first one, we record these separately and we're going to do a nice mix, uh, for the podcast that you can listen to. Uh, just so you you know, maybe you don't have time to sit down and watch a video, but I'm sure you got time to listen to a podcast. Come on, so, come on, man, put so, us in your ear. Put yeah, so if you're listening to this roots. now and you're like, "Wow, this is cool," but I've got stuff to do, don't worry about it. I got you. We're recording this. You'll be able to listen to this later. So don't sweat it. Don't Yo, sweat someone it.
0: said they're en- someone said they're enjoying the uh the, the salt <laughs> the salt in the beard.
1: <laughs> hey, you know sometimes
0: <laughs> you just got to add Yo. a little extra
1: seasoning to it. You know.
0: Yeah, you, know, you got a you got a cayenne and salt beard going
1: on. You got a salt and cayenne beard. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta let yourself uh, age yeah, gracefully. Sure. You know, sometimes you just gotta you know, let it happen. You got a
0: nice, like, well rested Po- you know, I, I took a week off podcasting glow to you because I know that glow very well. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a glow that says I wasn't up until the day before release editing and tweaking small things. No one's going to care about, you know, it's, it's, a fact. it's that glow that says I didn't wake up at you know 6am to make sure the episode is distributed correctly everywhere. And I'm writing a social post ready to go. Like, I like this glow.
1: Yeah. See, it's, it's, it's that, it's that I don't have to sit up on a Tuesday night going, "Okay, is this right?" because I'm about to hit upload. I didn't have to do that this week. So uh, anyone, uh, anyone that feels uh, anyone that's mad at me, I don't care. You get the podcast for free.
0: <laughs> true, <laughs> very true, man. And it's always high quality content. Thank I'm looking you. at. Thank um, you, I think we both put out our last recent episodes around the same time, March um 31st, which would have been what, two Wednesdays ago. Yeah. And we did the uh the the Q and A, the March Q and A. Q and A. Last one. Have you already started getting like new uh new questions or feedback or comments?
1: Yeah. So I've gotten. Uh, I'm happy. This is one thing I need to talk about. So the Q and A went awesome. The response has been really awesome. I have gotten some more questions on top of the ones that we already had, like sort of stored for the next one. Um, but one thing I did do, and I tried to make posts about this. I tried to keep everyone in the loop, but I gave the wrong email like twice in that episode. Uh, so when I went to make the email for the podcast, I was like, you know, Simpsons is greater than is a long ass title of a podcast. Anyway, no one wants to type all that when they're going to send me an email. So I made it the same as the Twitter handle, which is just Simpsons is great at gmail.com. Now, when we made the episode, I'm in the moment. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just the name of the podcast. But it is shorter, and if that's confusing, you can call me an idiot. If you want, send me an email just to tell me I'm an idiot. That's totally <laughs> acceptable. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I did that in the episode. I, I hit it with two wrong drops. Um, and uh, one one downside of not having an episode this week is that I didn't get to correct that. So uh, if you missed that in my posts and you're watching now, that is what happened. And I'm sorry. Don't be mad. Because I do care, you know. I, you know, I said if you were mad, I didn't care. I care a lot, guys. I care too much. Come on, I really care. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, it it's gonna keep him up at night. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure that it, just that email uh, uh, fluke probably kept you up at night.
1: And I do want to, I do want to uh, say that Sid, uh, this Doctor Peppy Cream is very crisp. So highly recommended. Right. Go get a case.
0: Yo, and I'm waving back at as Cali as can be. Yeah. Um, like I said, you always got some solid ass um uh users or uh you know profiles on your page with dope ass names. <laughs> so another one joined. I pride uh, myself, so in that, you know. So how was it? Um how was it taking a break? Because I, I will say whenever I take a break, I tend to start feeling guilty um about taking a break. Um, you know, I start getting in my head about like, damn, am I going to lose? Like people, are people going to think I'm lazy? You know, like, you know, you always hear people say, you know, consistent, consistent every, every week you need to have an episode out, but sometimes that shit is not realistic. Sometimes yeah. you just want a damn break.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and this is something that, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys, if you guys are keeping up with Botter on the way that in the way that you should, but Botter actually did a video about this for Buzzsprout. So I'm going to let Botter oh, speak yeah. to that as well. Um, you, you definitely need to go watch that video, but it, it is weird taking a week off because you try to get in like a routine. You try to get in, you know, some sort of, you, you try to make it all the planning, all the scheduling part of your week. And sometimes, you know, especially if you're like me, you have a day job. Sometimes you, you get caught up in other stuff. You have other stuff going on in your personal life and maybe you, you know, had a recording fall through. Like I said, maybe you just couldn't find someone that was available in the time frame that you needed. And you just sort of got behind on getting your content ahead of schedule. So it is a weird feeling like it, it, for as nice as it is, you do start to feel like, okay, well, since I did this, I got to be ready for next week, you know? And uh, I, I think that that is part of getting into podcasting, which again, that's one of the, the reasons we're doing this to sort of just talk about podcasting broadly. And that is one thing that is tough is because as fun as it is, I do think it's important to do it at a pace that is reasonable and not, you know, if you feel stressed out by the schedule or by the way you're able to record, then sometimes you just got to take a week off. And, uh, you know, I'm the sort of person I do feel a little bit guilty about that. But, you know, then I open up a nice crispy Dr. Pepper. I throw on the game <laughs> and uh, it sort of all goes away. Anyone that caught that Suns uh, game this week, uh, Suns Jazz game, best basketball game I've watched all year. So fucking good just
0: want to say that damn yeah yeah so uh th- to to go back to your point so i i do for, for anyone that's not maybe um and i don't think it's like super public i don't think i really put it out there like that but well it is um, now so there yeah, you go it is now baby come on <laughs> um i do tend to work with Buzzsprout. sprout so it's a podcast hosting company. One one of the one more popular ones, in my opinion, but one that I personally use. I think Warren, you personally Same. use it. I do um, a lot. A lot of people, um, I think, within like the Jacks podcast sphere, use it because little known secret, they're local to here in Jacksonville. So you know, there's that local love. But even if they weren't local, I'd probably be using them because they have such a passion and. Um, you know, care for podcasting in the community. So we started hosting um, our podcaster meetup events at Sprout maybe two years, uh, yeah, about two years ago before the uh, pandemic and stuff. And we just built like a really good relationship, myself, Blythe, and uh, the podcaster group. And they eventually reached out and asked me to do like, hey, you know, they've got a great YouTube channel, by the way, for any uh, aspiring or even current podcasters. I highly recommend the Sprout YouTube channel um, they're, they're posting like videos every week, if not two times a week about just helpful tips. You know, if you've ever had a question about equipment, um, how to advertise, monetize your podcast, they've got videos for it all the way. And I've been lucky enough to do a few videos for them. And the late, the one that dropped this week, that was super applicable for both of us was how to take a break from your podcast. Um, and you know it, it's kind of like some of the stuff we we've talked about. Like sometimes you need that break to get recharged. You know, like, the personal stuff comes up. You know, I, I I don't I think it's safe to say there's not a lot of podcasters that do this full time. I think a lot of us are doing it. You know, as, as a passion hobby, as a sure. side hustle, et cetera. So there's other things on our plates that you know can can weigh down on us. So you know, the, in the video, I kind of talk about you know it's important to take that break, uh, but it's also important to be smart about it too. Because you know, I, I think when you have you know, a dedicated fan base, like, you know, a group of listeners that tune in every week faithfully it's important to keep them up to date you know letting them know hey you know i'm just like you i need a break i'll be off for two weeks but letting them know that yo here's what i'm doing i'll be back here at so and so maybe even tease them you know i've got this lined up i'm working on this lined up Uh, but it eventually kind of boils down to i think in any creative space and i think you probably attested that even outside of podcasting i think even like making music or making art sometimes you need to step away from it you know to kind of like look at it from a fresh angle again
1: Yeah. Well, you don't want to get burnt out on it. You know, you don't want to like, you don't want to be so focused on making content that the content suffers. And, you know, something, something I'm curious to know about her is, you know, I'm, I'm less than a year into hosting a podcast and I already sort of feel that, like I already sort of, you know, feel that need to like, take some time once in a while to make sure I have everything lined up and scheduled. Right. Uh, you know, for you, like, how long did it take you to realize that you needed to do that or is that something you've always tried to make time to do?
0: Man, that's a really good question. Um I think as as I started refining and getting better at being a podcaster, like really taking time to make sure that my my outlines were good, that my, you know, recording practices were good, that my audio that I was spending time on editing and making sure the audio sounds good. Like I think the right. as I as I got better, the more I saw a need for um for taking a break. Because you know, like you start investing more time. You start, you know, paying attention more, you know, you start getting better. Um, and it that takes a toll. You know, I, I think I, I think in the early days, I my lack, my respect for podcasting was a lot different. I really looked at it very casually. I didn't do too much thought into what it sounds like, what what it looks like, you know, things like that. But I think as you get better and you're investing more time and you realize, wow, this is This is something that needs to be taken seriously. And I think with all things that needs to be taken seriously, sometimes you need a break from that, you know, to treat it with the respect it needs. So I'd probably say maybe here in the last, I'd say like three years, I think I've really, I I don't beat myself nearly, uh, I don't beat myself up nearly as much if I'm like, eh, I need to skip a week for whatever reason. Right. You know, or, or I'd rather skip a week and not put out some filler or some, some bullshit <laughs> and, and, you know, take time to recharge and set up the good stuff, you know, to maybe, uh, you know, get put my energy behind, you know, establishing something later on.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: You know, I real think, quick, yeah, Yo, go ahead. My bad. My, I see, uh, I see Mecca and the Marvelous join. So shout, shout to, out uh, Mecca. To, to my bo- to my brother, David.
1: Yeah. Sh- straight. Absolutely. Big shout out. Um, you know, wh- one thing that I think is so uh, interesting about that, Barber, what you're saying, and it's, it's all really, really true is I think it would be a lot easier for someone like me. Like, you know, it's funny. We, we just started doing these and I've done a lot of these through Bart of Darkness, my other page for like, you know, the podcast started that way, doing Instagram lives and things like that. But I, I think, you know, I really do envy people that host like radio shows or they, they have this format to where like it, the show just is what it is. And it's like daily or, you know, weekly or whatever it may be. I think if I was in a position where, you know, my podcast were this – And this were just, you know, the episodes were what they were. I didn't have to, like, analyze them or edit them too much. Uh, I think that if I was in that position, doing a podcast would feel like a breeze. It's like, yeah, who doesn't have a couple hours on a weekend? For sure. But trying to, like, plan out and, and, you know, schedule and work out all these little details of a podcast, I think that's the thing that, you know, once you get X amount of episodes in, you start looking at the list and you're like, well, man, I got to get some more names on here. I got to think of more people to hit up. And, uh, I think that, you know, it's not that I have any shortage of people to reach out to, but that does become the problem after a while. You're like, okay, well, you know, what do I, you know, where do I want to take this as far as like the kind of people that I'm reaching out to, especially like we said in episode one, when you're hosting something that is interview based, you know, all my episodes Mm -hmm. are mostly interviews and the ones that are not interviews are basically interviews with me from, you know, all of you. So, you know, they all are in a format that it's not as easy as this, like, you know, not to say that that making content in any form is easy. But I think if it were this, if it were you and I spitting about our podcasts once a week, that would feel like nothing. That would feel easy.
0: For sure. For (laughs) sure. I think we both like, I I think we both, Put enough respect into the, the production you know we want it to feel like like a show you know like the bumps the music you know like that stuff takes like it does take some time you know it takes some practice and, and and i think the level of detail that mean you aim for like you know it it becomes a lot you know it does take a lot from us to to put out that content yeah. so i'm glad that you got like a good break and um it's been like kind of even though we haven't put out like the like i said like um episodes on the main feed we have been doing like uh like we've been keeping up with the bonus episodes and i also that's like a different animal too because I, I run into podcasters that are ready to hey how do i monetize i want to get a patreon going and things like that and i think and, and my response is always like really to launch a patreon is a different responsibility you know because now people are paying for content and when money is involved, there's certain expectations. Yep. And I think sometimes that can play a role in, in why I'm kind of hesitant on taking a real brick. Like a real brick being no, I don't get in front of a mic at all. Um, I say all that to say we've, we have been putting out some bonus episodes. Um, like I said, rewatching like Falcon Winter Soldier and doing like commentaries. And even though that's still work, you know, I still put in a, a, a certain level of work on that. That has been like a fun exercise. Have you ever done like a, a commentary like episode?
1: No. And that's something that I do want to do. And it's something that, you know, anyone that sees this or listens to this on the feed, uh, you know, one thing I would like to do is eventually like, you know, there's a lot of Simpsons podcasts. And I think we talked about this in episode Mm -hmm. one. Also, there's a lot of them that, you know, they talk about, or maybe we talked about in the Q&A, but they talk about, you know, uh, each episode one at a time. And I think that's a really cool thing. But because I can't really exist in that space. Um, I think it would be cool if, you know, say I pick out a few random episodes and I let people vote uh, like, Oh, do you want to, you know, I've never watched sure. this one. I'd like to hear you talk about it. So there's a lot of things that I want to open the podcast up to because, you know, interviewing people, especially people from the show, um, sometimes you might run into like similar stories or similar experiences and mm-hmm. that's all really cool, but you don't, I don't want to tie the podcast to just one thing. I mean, obviously I love the Simpsons. Uh, it is the reason that I have Bard of darkness. It's the reason I have this podcast is just to find excuses to talk about the Simpsons outside of my daily life. So, you know, I think being able to find a way to do that in a different way and where I'm not just, you know, repeating myself every week is, you know, is, is what I want to do with the podcast. Um, Olivia Blackstone, uh, frequenter of the Q and a said a specific For episode sure. analysis, and commentary every now and then would be awesome like a top 10 countdown. Yeah, I do agree with that. I do think that would be super fun. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm open to all no. that, you know, send me send me emails, like I say all the time. Send me emails, DMs, whatever. Let me know.
0: So I got two things real quick. One, Olivia, you provide some of the best questions of all time when it comes to those <laughs> Q&As. Like to the point I'm like, yo, everyone needs to step up their Q uh, their question game. Olivia, you you, you provide some great Also,
1: things. also Olivia and, gave me some great feedback about the uh, uh, beans on toast she kind of walked me through it explained it oh that's me. So, right that's so, right yeah, we got to we got to come I, I, I forgot to send that to botter but we got to we got to come back with an analysis on the beans and toast yeah, we got to yeah, try yeah. the beans and toast um and anyone that you know listens to these podcasts or watches this ig live and says warren how have you never had beans on toast i'm sorry okay that's not yeah, something that's not that, that, that i've like it's never, never been on my radar <laughs> although i've heard of it for many many years i knew i know that a lot of people eat that yeah. so very curious about so it, but in regards to her
0: top 10 countdown, you know, you're one of the biggest advocates for, you know, the, uh, what did you call them The HD era of Simpsons or like the the new episodes. Right. I think it'd be cool if you, if you, like did kind of a commentary or analysis or something unique about those episodes that you're always talking about like, hey, you should check out these because your point, how many of these other Simpsons podcasts are stuck on, you know, the golden era or really just kind of spend time there? I think you showing some love to the the recent ones like you always do in visual format or as a commentary would be dope. That'd be a fly. Yeah.
1: And and a lot of the ones that do exist, like they're still in the golden era because they just haven't made it through it yet because they're doing one episode a week. So, you know, I don't want to cut them off or anything like that. My screen went off. Pardon my, that's my, also my ring light. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know, I think, I think talking about some of the newer ones or, or giving people an excuse to watch newer ones and sort of talk about them. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, interesting things I think could come out of that. Like maybe, Maybe I give a list of a couple newer ones. Uh, people watch them. They send in their comments on them. We talk about it on an episode, something like that. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're watching this, this podcast is actually more about uh, podcasting in general, but also the things Bader and I are working on. So uh, it's not specifically about that, but please send me DMs about it anyway. I'd love to talk about Yo, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chime in. Send, hit, send hit me your that. ideas.
0: Yeah, for real. Hit up the comment section. Um, so... So me and Drew have been doing these these bonus episodes. Like I said, these Cap- or Falcon and Winter Soldier rewatches. And we've done two so far. And I feel like each one we've kind of gotten better. But it's a different exercise in a few different ways. You know, as as the producer and the editor, um, editing them is, is a lot. It's, it's a challenge and it should be easier. <laughs> but it, it's a challenge in the sense of, if I hear certain things, I want to cut it out, but I can't right. because we're telling people on the episode, hey, go ahead and press start right here with us and watch along. So if, I'm, if I end up like uh, the, the first episode I did was episode two rewatch and I found myself cutting things and by the time I'm done, I was like, oh my God, you idiot. This is supposed to be a like a watch along, you idiot. So for epi- so for episode so like I think the episode length was like fifty one minutes. I'm like, there is no way that adds up. So I apologize to anyone that might have heard of that episode. But for the episode three rewatch, like it was kind of cool to go about the pre production a different way, where it was like, okay, we know that these moments are going to hit do you have anything that you want to analyze here or that you want me to spend time with? Um, because it comes kind of a challenge in the sense of keeping a good pace, where it's like you want to have things to say during the downtime, maybe during the ep- when the episode isn't at some high point, but you need to be able to manage that casual conversation because as soon as something happens, you need to be able to shift gears and talk about what's going on, but also being very descriptive, you know, because it is a mainly an audio podcast. So, you know, well, it, it strictly it's an audio podcast, so you've got to be able to talk about what's going on on screen to where if someone isn't watching along they can kind of follow along it was just it's been a fun exercise of like okay this is a different way to it was a good switch up you know from the casual kind of conversation and outline it was like i know what we're going to talk about it's right there in front of us but how to talk about it required me to use like a different part of my like you know brain
1: Yeah. And also, I mean, I'm sure it's an exercise, uh, like you sort of just said, in trying not to like over edit them or like, uh, because, you know, that is something that Botter and I talk about a lot. And, you know, excuse me if I covered this in episode one. I honestly kind of don't remember because we're new to this every two weeks or whatever. Um, But it's sometimes it's hard when you (laughs) are when you are doing something where you're listening back to yourself. And it's Uh really hard not to edit. It's really hard not to be like, you know, I could I could make that sound more concise. And that's why I say I envy people that do radio shows and things like that because they just, those episodes are what they are. And Botter and I do not have the ability to not think about that. I wish I did. I'm working on that. You know, And, and, and again, I don't edit them heavily. I don't cut out major parts of the conversation. I don't really chop anything up, but you try to, you know, like Botter said, you try to produce them a little bit. You try to make everything tighter. Uh, you try to just do this and do that. And, and something that you made me think of is, you know, there are other podcasts I listen to. I'm not going to name any names, even some that I really like. And I've noticed that over the last year, you know, them having to make the switch to like recording episodes remotely. Um, mm-hmm. And, you you know, I've noticed that some podcasts, uh, not only do they not edit, but they don't even like skim through and check for echo or like overlap or any of that. <laughs> oh, and man. again, oh. I will not name, but there are podcasts I like that are straight up on that are straight up on networks that I've listened to recently and been like, y'all really couldn't make sure your audio tracks were lined up. Like I can hear echo in the background. Like, so, you know, that is something that I could just never do. And I, I envy any podcast that can do that. And I'm sure that there's some that have it down to such a science that they don't really need to edit or need to go back and listen. And no one really needs to, but when you really care about the product that you're making, it's just hard not to. So, you know, maybe that makes me a, a weirdo. I don't know.
0: So Austin um, ended up joining the the chat and he's got me kind of laughing. Uh, shout out to sa- Salad Days Pod. I'm still waiting on episode one. <laughs>
1: I'm waiting on episode two. Episode one's oh, there. I'm waiting right, on episode that's two. That's right.
0: <laughs> that's right. The forgotten. Um, uh, the forgotten. I Warren think he episode. drops one
1: every two years. I think that's kind of yeah. what's working. That's on. a good pace. Yeah, that's a good.
0: <laughs> that's a. Good, that's, a good, that's a good consistency right there. Um, but but to your point, man, I was watching. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to say the name because they are vastly bigger than me, so they don't give a shit. But do you ever watch the Drink Champs podcast or the YouTube podcast with not. Nori? It is a fantastic podcast if you're into hip hop and hearing really dope stories that you would never hear anywhere else mm. it is just so casual that i look at it and i'm like how they they are literally keeping people like bumping into beer bottles um ca- like the coughing and, and it's insane what they keep but it's like <laughs> but yeah they've got you know 5.5 million views and it's like it, it just goes to show you you know it's content is king as long as the the stories are good the conversation is compelling who really gives a fuck if there's a cough or a sneeze here or there, you know?
1: Yeah. No, it's true, man. I, you know, I, I make this comparison all the time and you sort of did too, but it is, it is like being in a band or something like you, you could go in and record your instrument and the rest of the band could say, oh, that was perfect. And if you're anything like me, you would listen back and go, nah, I want to do that again. So, you know, I think podcasting should not be viewed that same way because a song gets listened to a thousand times. Most people don't go back and re-listen to episodes of a podcast. Maybe some they do, um, but it's hard for it's hard for me, or I'm sure a lot of people, to take themselves out of that mindset of like, well, I can make this as good as it can be, so why not do that? And uh, that's something that you know is just a uh, a learning thing. I would say moving forward with mine is to not be so particular about it. Maybe I don't know. I'm yeah, sure yeah. anyone anyone watching this that that uh, thinks that makes me sound weird, uh, I, maybe I am. I don't know.
0: Um, it's hard not you know, to care speaking, that much. So speaking, you know, speaking of of quality. I was telling you, and this is kind of where we're gonna get into a little like more nerdier podcasting talk, you know, as far as like the technical side. But yo, know, I'm hoping that there's a podcaster listening right now that's like, oh, that's a great piece of advice that I will incorporate. <laughs> I hope you're out there. Um, oh, shit, Austin's on the uh, Austin's on the chat, Austin. There this was for you. But um, I recently came across, you know, because I use Audacity to um, to edit the show and stuff. It's it's a free software, very powerful. It's been around a long time. A lot of people use it, um, but. Uh, I recently found out that noise removal, the effect noise removal, is not the same as noise gate. For some reason, I've always thought those were the same, but you know, they recently finally updated the the program and they included that effect noise gate. And I finally got around to using it for once. And, um, dude, it it made a big difference in my quality. And I don't want to mess up exactly what it does. All right. But according (laughs) – so, you you know I got to be – Botter's pulling
1: up the the summary.
0: Yeah. So, so according to their website, noise gate is to reduce the level of sound below a specific threshold level. So, it's sort of like – like, uh, okay, if you know that you don't want – you know, most bumps and coughs and things like that are at a certain, like, frequency. Well, if noise gate, you can tell it, you know, it's literally kind of like a gate aspect. Anything below 30 decibels don't allow into the, um, the the recording or the edit. And the way that it clears up all of those, you know, depending on wh- where you set it, the way it clears it up, dude, it's a game changer. As far as, like, getting rid of, like, ambient background noise, air conditioning, um, small bumps. The only thing I will say is that I think sometimes it cuts a little too much from in between breaths so it's like yeah. sometimes a weird
1: pause was that what you were talking about when you said you were using yeah it? so um you know one thing i will say is botter and i we tend to use different programs to edit um, botter uses audacity and i do i do use audacity as well to some extent but i don't use it for my main editing i use it for some of its features but i predominantly use garageband and garageband has a noise gate feature but it doesn't have a noise reduction feature. And I actually prefer—well, I won't say prefer, but I like the noise reduction that Audacity offers. But I prefer everything else about GarageBand. the The only problem with NoiseGate, and I can't speak uh, to the Audacity one because I've never tried it, but it's perfect for cutting out long gaps of space. But the mm. only issue is if you're working with two separate tracks, like like I often yeah. am. Um, maybe maybe my guest says something funny. And I don't let out like a huge laugh. Maybe I just let out like a, you know, sort of a breathy, sort of under my breath laugh. Noise gate is either going to cut that or it's going to chop it up because it's just above the level that it needs to be or whatever. Like it it can be weird. Um, And sometimes if you turn noise gate up too much, like you said, it can definitely make your speech sound very choppy. Like like it makes it sound very almost robotic. Cuts out too much of that natural, you know, breath in between words. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the mic you're using and things like that too, which again, Botter and I use very drastically different mic setups. Um, so I'd be curious how that would work um, in Audacity with with mine. But the thing that's the thing that is interesting about starting a podcast in this era of of Zoom is I'm always working with vastly different audio, and for some hmm. people, NoiseGate is like perfect because. You know, maybe they're talking to me on AirPods. Maybe they're talking to me on their phone. Maybe they're talking to me with their computer mic. So sometimes that noise gate is perfect because their their clarity is already not great, you know. Uh, But a lot of times for me, I've found that noise gate doesn't work as well as a noise reduction and things like that. So how would you say noise gate has been working better for you, Botter, since you've sort of been playing with that?
0: I think it's uh, because it gives me kind of like a a good foundation or a baseline. You know, it's like I know... And, you know, this is kind of like a tip for podcasters is, especially those that are maybe getting into editing themselves. You you don't really need much of like the, the, the low frequency stuff, you know, because this is a, a vocal, you know, uh, vocal thing. So right. really, you just, you know, the, the human voice only hits so many, de- you know, decibels or whatnot. Um, so you really kind of just want to focus on your mid and high frequencies. So I know that... You know, anything below 40 decibels is probably like someone bumping a you know the table, maybe like a, a small cough or something. So if I tell NoiseGate off the rip, hey, anything below 40 decibels or whatever it may be, I don't want to end the recording. Off the bat, it, it's a just a – because I know like air conditioning is like – comes in at like 60 decibels. So if I go 40 – Um, as the threshold, well, then it eliminates that air conditioning. So that's one less step I've got to do instead of doing like, uh, you know, um, noise removal where I have to identify the noise, tell audacity, Hey, eliminate this throughout the tracks, having that gate set up, you know, good foundation. Granted, it doesn't do all the job for you, but I will tell anyone that's getting into editing their own podcast. It does a lot of the work, a good bit of the work for you, and ensuring that you have clear audio. Because, uh, and and Warren, I'm, I'm sure you could um, attest to it, but like, I feel like I've gotten to a point now where I don't need to do too much recording. As long as like your pre setup is good, you know, like you, you've recorded some ambient noise to kind of eliminate later. You know, you've got good uh, um, microphone etiquette. You know, you've done your test runs prior to hitting record, or you know, during you know your small talk or whatnot. You don't need to do too much for for editing. You know, no. Um, I will say, I think that is the benefit of being a podcaster in this day and age: is that there is one, the equipment is is much better. Two, I think the level of um, quality is is large enough now where you don't need to make it sound you don't need a, an expensive studio to make a good sounding podcast. Right. Hell, you, you, it doesn't even need to be that amazingly sounding. It's just got to be bearable, audible, you know, get rid of any static or hums etc like that.
1: Yeah, most people most people are not even that worried about the quality, which is what I think, you know, it's funny like I joke about how my first like 5 episodes are the best guests uh, I'll ever get and they're the worst sounding episodes, but you know, most people are not even going to focus on it as long as it's not torturous on their ears. And I did edit those. I just didn't know enough about like my own audio. So I was like, Oh, this zoom audio is probably fine, you know, because I have a decent mic, you know? Um, so that's just like a, a learning thing. But I mean, it all depends on how good you are at editing. Cause I know like, you know, when I have Botter on, um, I'll just make sure he laughs a couple times before we start, and then I'll just put laughs, <laughs> in anytime I say something funny, so that <laughs> it really sounds like I'm funny. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: um, no, I wouldn't even be mad that's at that. Part of it. I would. I wouldn't even be mad at that. I'd be like, I definitely didn't laugh at that. But yo know, more props to him.
1: I I will admit this is this. I'll pull the curtain back again. I will admit that I've Could done that been. on one episode of Simpsons is greater than. And if anyone out there can tell me the fake laugh. I'll, I'll give you something. So submit. If someone can, can listen back to my podcast and tell me that sounds like a fake laugh that he like added in from the other person, uh, to laugh at his joke. If someone can point that out, uh, I will, I will give you something. And I will say that they laughed at my joke. It just wasn't very audible and it, it like, there was like a weird like glitch in their laugh. So I definitely pulled a different (laughs) laugh and put it in there, but who knows who it is. That's for you. That's for you to find out. So
0: yeah, that's that's the only reason I uh, people assume that I'm I'm somewhat comical on my show is because I just edit in Cesar laugh
1: Ed's laugh here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, bring those laughs on, Botter. I'm gonna need those yeah. for the database. Um, Look, I, I do want to say Olivia said Olivia Blackstone uh, as an avid podcast listener, sound only matters if the content doesn't suffice. Shoddy quality can add to the comedy and authenticity. That's a good point. I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I just, you know, being so, I mean, I'll say it, I'm a perfectionist and, uh, and I know that a lot of my episodes are far from perfect. That's why I don't go back and listen. Um, but I just want everything to be as good as it can be. So it's hard for me to accept that, but that's good advice. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to do that. And Austin called us babes. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to, I'm going to ignore his, uh, correction. So, (laughs) moving on to the conversation.
0: (laughs) Um, Because I know what he's talking about. All right. So, uh, I I wanted to bring this up and then we could talk about what we got lined up. But um, this week, so the the main reason I took off this week from the main feed but still stuck to the short box Patreon feed is that um, I, you helped me do our latest merch drop and we haven't done like merch in a long time i mean i think the last time we did it was for like live shows two or three years ago it was time that we finally like you know and i, I give you a lot of credit for helping me kind of encourage me to you know rebrand and and, and you know right. update the logo and think about like a uh, merch a little like smarter yeah so, i'm, a,
1: I'm a smart guy i appreciate that <laughs>
0: You can go ahead and, and uh, uh, use that laugh for sure. Um, I no, get that, I'll give you that 100%, but I get that one hundred percent. But but I will say I, that's been you coming from the Instagram world or the you know the social media world and being a curator in that respect. You've got you came in with like a certain eye, so I've always appreciated the way your stuff looks like, you know. Um, and that kind of goes to me treating the podcast with a lot more respect, you know, being a little more aware of the brand. But you know, um, this month we we with your help we we went ahead and did a new drop of shirts.
1: <laughs> hey James look Jordan. at that plug plug hats
0: um and, and things like that why aren't you, you know, wearing you the hat the if you were
1: wearing the hat and the shirt at the same time that, sh- that would be too good that'd be that'd be insane <laughs> it's like that walking cardboard He's like yeah I'm ready for Bob, he's like wearing the hat <laughs> and
0: the <laughs> right, that walking cardboard but um we did, you know, we, we launched our first kind of pre-order uh, drop, we, you know, this Friday I, I shipped everything out, I packaged everything, and it was such a cool experience, man, and I know that you tend to do drops through your, your um, you know, uh, Bart of Darkness page a lot. You, you print shirts, you do limited drops, you take pre-orders, and this was my first time doing it, and I found it really rewarding, even though it was, like, I, I stressed myself out, I think. I think I was worried about, like, the timeline, how am I going to make sure that people get their products in time, you know, like, things that I probably didn't need to worry about, but as a first timer, I felt like there was a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, I just wanted to talk to you about when did you feel comfortable about your process as far as like making merch, shipping it out, taking pre-order, like handling that as a one-man team. Like you don't have a, you know, you don't even got a, a, a helper, you know, it's all yeah. you. Once, and I, once I in a while, if a I'm
1: lucky, my wife will help me out. Um, I mean, the the thing is, you know, especially early, I remember like the first few shirts and, and things that I did I, for some reason had it in my mind that if I didn't ship that shirt within a week of orders, everyone was going to like, come kick my door down and steal my stuff and, and, you know, spit on me. I like literally just, I was just like, if people don't get this stuff soon, they're all going to flip out and say, where is my stuff? Where, where is my, where's my shirt? Where's my hat? Um, and what you what you find out is like these days, most people are used to the pre-order model. Um, people, you know, are willing to wait a little bit longer to sort of know that they have one secured. They don't have to worry about their size being out of stock and things like that. And that is another thing that I will say that I think is a huge benefit to a pre-order is that everyone gets what they want. And the guy, the person selling the merch doesn't have to worry about having leftover two X's. Uh, the person buying doesn't have to worry about not getting one of the 50 mediums they printed or whatever it is. So, I mean, a pre-order really is the best model for anything. And you see it now more than ever, it's kind of become the standard for a lot of bands and and brands and everything. Um, and most people know like, you know, this is a process, so it's going to take me three to four weeks sometimes to get them printed, to get the product, to pack the product, ship the product. And so, you know, what I've learned over the last few years is that most people are just used to that. And, uh, mm. you know, again, like those early shirts, I was like, man, if I don't, if I don't send these people emails saying, Hey, I promise you the shirts are coming soon. They're all going to be pissed off. And that just ends up not being true, but you know, I was happy to help you with that. I appreciate the kind words about uh, my eye. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take that compliment. <laughs> um, so that, that does mean a lot. And, and I, you know, I think they turned out awesome and I'm sure people are going to be stoked when they show up in their mailbox.
0: So so one, I want to give a shout out to to Jordan Segura, who just joined us. What's up, Jordan? Uh, Jordan. Hey, How's Jordan. How's it going? Welcome um, to Podboys. Podboys. And secondly, I can't believe I waited this long to have an online store. Like, yo, know, when I look back at some of the things I've done for the, you know, as far as like process wise for the podcast and handling certain things, I'm like, why did I make it so much harder than I needed it to be? You know, like, like, like to your point about like even utilizing pre-orders, I wasn't doing that, you know you know, in my first, second printing, you know, I was just guessing and I ended up spending way too much money, ended up sitting on inventory for years. Um, so it's, I will say in the last two, three years and especially like working with you, you know, like helping you launch your own podcast and, and, you know, picking up certain things from you. Um, I feel like I've definitely approached things a little smarter by like, I don't know, leveraging things that, have existed for a long time and i've just been so like uh, like even uh, you know i'll I'll give you credit i will finally admit publicly that i was so vastly wrong about i was so anti um like Skype or facetime or zoom when it came to interviews i was like "Ah, i'd rather prefer just people call me i just record the phone call audio granted i've made it work for you know six six seven years but then with the pandemic, and then like the um, with Zoom being such a popular format for podcasts and things, dude, the quality has just been like my interview qualities have just been so much better. Yeah, and I don't think I would have gotten that had I just stuck around a phone. And not only that, but. It's nice to see them, you know. I think about all the people I've interviewed up until you know in the last six years, and how I <laughs> and how sure I just didn't see their face. If I just heard their voice, yeah. Um, until I, you know, or whatnot. So it's been kind of it's been really cool. I give you props for that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it helps, and I mean, you know, to your point, it, it is one of those things where I think anytime you're doing something for the first time, whether it's you know a podcast, uh, a merch store, uh, an Instagram, a website. I, I think there's something inherently intimidating about something you are not used to, which mm. kind of ties back to me starting a podcast anyway, and me being like, all right, botter, so what do I do? Because it's it's easy to, you know, understand how, all right, well, I'm gonna start selling this. So, you know, that's sort of it's nice to get some advice, but that sort of is self-explanatory. But I need these layers to that, like how mm. often do I sell stuff? What kind of images should I use? Yes. Um, so it, it, the same thing is, is for a podcast. It's like, all right, what kind of mic do I need? Um, what is the best website to upload my files through? Uh, what is the best format to save it as? Do I need, how, how much do I need to EQ? Like, what is the, you know, there's just all these questions. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, anytime you try something new, uh, like for instance, Pod Boys, if you if you tuned into the first two attempts at starting this uh, episode <laughs> for some reason our headphones were just not working there was a crazy weird echo uh, shit was not working out and even when this one first started there was some weird echoey stuff that I'll you know I'll have to fix when I post the audio later but um, you know that's all just part of it whenever you're whenever you're using a new format you're doing something different you you, you, you kind of want some guidance that's a that's a nice thing
0: well said so I, I, I think I think we're getting to a good point. We want to enjoy the rest of our, our Friday, but I, I, I want to that. find out from you. I want to find out from you because it sounds like we both got the rest that we needed, a good little break. What do you got lined up for Simpsons Greater Than? What can people expect?
1: So I just booked some really uh, great episodes and I'm, I'm happy to spoil them here. Uh, I'm going to be recording again with Bill Oakley. Uh, bill was on the podcast way back in episode two. And if I, if I can admit it was, uh, an Instagram live interview, it had, it wasn't supposed to be a podcast at that point. And I just wasn't really used to interviewing people yet. It's not my favorite episode. Uh, bill is great. I'm a huge fan of bill, but I feel like I'm to a point where I can, uh, you know, I know a little bit more what I'm doing. I think it'll be a more, you know, a, a fun time to bring him back on. Uh, I also, uh, I'm gonna do another episode with Bill Morrison, who's already been on the nice. podcast. Um I have some cool first timers coming through uh, Nina Matsumoto, Ian Boothby uh, from Bongo Comics. They've also worked on some other really cool projects like the book Sparks. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that book, but uh, yeah, I've got some really cool things uh, coming up. And if you're you know if if you notice that I've taken a couple weeks off over this process, um, most of the time it's only because I'm trying to catch the content up. You know, I am a one-man show. Sometimes it's hard for me to stay on top of the scheduling or it's hard for me to, you know, I, I have a day or two open and that person can't record on those days. So I get a week behind or, or whatever it may be, but just know the content is always being worked on. I'm always trying to plan ahead. And uh, so there's, there's a lot of cool stuff coming. So don't be, don't, so, don't be worried about it, everybody. Don't be worried.
0: You know, that's an interesting concept. Because I have I've been asked and I've thought about revisiting certain guests myself, um, and I guess I, I I guess how are you are going how are you going to approach the Bill Oakley or Bill Morrison? Like, are you going to cover? Like, do you have topics that you didn't cover when you had them on, or are you just going at it from like a remastered you know sense?
1: No, I think there's I think there's always like you know new things to talk to them about. Like, I I think you know, and obviously like my podcast is a Simpsons podcast, but. People like Bill uh, Oakley and Bill Morrison they've worked on so many cool things. Like I think when I interviewed Bill Morrison, uh there was a lot of there's a lot of merchandise talk that I held back on because I wanted to talk about, you know, how he got into what he's done over his career and I didn't talk a lot about the specifics of like some of the things he worked on with the Simpsons or some of the things he did with Bongo. Like he told some really great stories about Bongo. But I think there's more to dig into. And also, Bill Bill Morrison is just fun to talk to. So um, I, I'm sure we'll have more than enough to cover. And Bill Oakley, you know, it was a shorter interview. Instagram used to give you a time limit back then. And, hmm. uh, you know, again, I just didn't really – my questions – I'll say it. My questions were not, uh, were not good enough, in my opinion. So I think there's a lot more that I can talk to Bill about, including, uh, you know, some of the stuff he has – that he's working on now that he has coming up that are not Simpsons. Uh, And I think it's cool to touch on those things too, even though it is a Simpsons podcast for the most part. So uh, I'm excited about that. And also, you know, like I said earlier, um, these episodes of pod boys will be released as bonus episodes in audio. So if you're hopping in or you, you know, you didn't listen or watch all of this, a much better quality audio version is coming. And if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this right now, as the podcast, just ignore everything I just said, because you already know that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might I might drop these um on on certain weeks on the main feed as well too. I want people to know they ne- they should be checking out Simpsons of greater than if they are not. Hey, I um, appreciate that. I think as far as us, let me see. We um we're bringing back the Short Box Hotline episode which you were a part of last year Love um that. and that's and and that's the Short Box's attempt at Bringing on like friends of the show, listeners of the show, to to call in to our you know call in with us and just chat about like their favorite comic books, how they're you know killing time, if they got a you know recommendation whether it be a TV show or movie or something like that or a good old book, um yeah we we you know it's like a uh, it's like a gauntlet of friends you know I think Cesar talked to you we had uh, Austin on the call as well we had a few other friends as well so we're bringing back those episodes in hopes of you know revisiting some friends bringing on some new people on the show. Um, Uh, Oh, I'm doing an interview with uh, the content manager? I think it's like a content manager or something like that over at Previews World. Mm. And for anyone that is not familiar with that, Previews is this like thick phone book style uh, catalog that comic shops get once a month. And it is filled with comic books merchandise, uh, action figures, you know, just all types of collectibles and memorabilia that span from comic books to like television to anime, manga, et cetera. I mean, it's like, if I had it with me, I'd show you. But, um, to me, it's, it's like one of my favorite things to go grab, you know, on a monthly It's funny you say
1: that actually, I'll I'll make a little tie into that. I actually, I actually own, uh, previews from 94, uh, that oh, has a cover nice. drawn by Bill Morrison of Bartman and Radioactive oh, Man. Right. So that's a funny little tie-in. Yeah, I'll have to send no, you a picture of cool. that. Yeah,
0: yeah they've, been, they've been around for a long time. And I mean, that's really how you end up, like you get the previews magazine from your comic shop. For me, at least, I'll spend like a night just flipping through it. I mean, it's thousands <laughs> of pages, but I'll flip through it. I'll highlight the things I want. You take the order form back to the shop and they order your stuff. So it's fun in that regard. But I found someone that they decided to. They've been recently doing like YouTube videos where they do interviews and they've got great, you know, connects. You know, it's like Previews, of course, has to some of the best writer, writers and artists. So we're doing an interview with uh, the guys at Preview. Um, his name's uh, Troy. So he'll be on the show next week talking about what it's like working at Previews, why Previews has been such like, a staple in the comic book community. What up, Chris? I see you. What up, Chris? Um, but yeah, man, so we're doing the, 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 short box is doing the return of the hotline episodes. We got that interview planned. And then, uh, with Falcon and Winter Soldier, we're just going to continue doing the rewatch episodes on our Patreon page. So very
1: cool. We're,
0: yeah. We're going to be busy. We're going to stay with some busy.
1: Very cool. Yeah. So just know everybody, uh, Botter and I do stay busy. So even if we take a week off content is the content's still in the lab being tested, you know what I mean? So we're still, <laughs> we're still working on stuff. Um, and yeah. you know, I, I've got some really cool stuff. Sounds like Botter's got some really cool stuff and I'm, I'm excited about that. And I hope you guys are enjoying uh you know, pod boys. If you're watching or listening, um, I think this is a fun thing and I think they make for good bonus episodes. And so, uh, you know, if you've hung out with us tonight, you know, shout out to Austin, Olivia, yeah, Lars, sure. Tyler, Chris, uh, you know, everyone that, that came through in the chat with funny stuff to say, even if we didn't read it out loud. Um, it's really cool to see that you guys are hanging out with us. So we really appreciate yeah, that. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna leave this on the feed so you guys can watch it. If you're listening to this episode, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, I'm gonna go watch Invincible. So I'll see you guys later.
0: Dan, that's a good. That's a good little Friday night plan, man. Um, do you want to real quick let people just know where they can find some of the Yeah, I guess we should. Joins? I guess we
1: should do that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you want to, if you're well, I assume you're following at least one of us right now. But if you're not. Uh, go to, if you're somehow not, go to at Simpsons is greater than on Instagram. Go to at Simpsons is great on Twitter. You can email me at Simpsons is great at gmail.com. And you can find my podcast any possible corner of the internet that you can get a podcast. I'm probably there. So you should go there.
0: Botter? I should. Uh, I'm just going to copy and paste what you said and replace Simpson greater than with the short box because that's kind of it, right? So anywhere that you listen to podcasts, look for the short box podcast. Um, It'll be the logo with four very likable but punchable faces. Um, (laughs) Outside of Ashley, outside of Ashley. But yeah, subscribe to the Short Box Podcast if you are a fan of comic books, uh, 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 pop culture, uh, and just overall good discussions, man. We we spend a lot of time covering all aspects of pop culture and comic book uh, world, so check us out. And if you want some bonus content and, and support the show, check us out on Patreon. We got some pretty awesome bonus stuff there too on social media as the Short Box Jacks J-A-X,
1: J-A-X. And, and one thing I will say about you talk about the punchable faces um, <laughs> like Botter said I actually printed his shirts and the whole time I was setting it up I just had him staring at me and I was like man come on <laughs> so yeah just remember that but hey yeah, as for sure. me as for Botter this is Pod Boys we'll see you guys in two weeks Yeah, yo
0: peace